Well, hey, friend, how are you? I hope you are having the most amazing day. This week, I have been volunteering at the Kids Praise Choir Camp at my church, and it's just been nothing short of amazing. It's such a delight to see when people are just really in their zone of genius. The cool thing about it is the kids put on this entire musical production by the end of the week. And it has choreography and it has drama and, of course, like choral singing. It has this incredible message. The story this year was kind of a modern day take on Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The way that they do it is that they break all the kids into their respective parts, the drama kids and the dancers for particular song choreography. So everyone has their area of focus and then everyone also comes together for the choral parts. And I hope I'm saying the right word there. I don't even know if that's the right um, term, but we're going to go with it. Everyone is really focused on their individual part and bringing it to a level of excellence. And then it comes together into this truly spectacular performance with the story being about Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I have to say there were parts towards the end where I found myself tearing up. Because within this musical, it's displaying how God is there with us in the fire. He is there with us in the den. And whatever it is that we're going through in our lives right now that is our personal fire, our personal den, our personal struggles, that he is right there with us. And if we are in God's will, then that is the safest place we can be, even if it actually is in a fiery furnace. So it just blessed me so much this week. It's one of those things where, yes, I had to move clients around and it felt a little bit chaotic this week, but 100% worth it. As Christian business owners, trusting God, both in our personal lives and in our businesses, is crucial. And so today I'm going to share three ways that we fail the trust test and what to do instead. Let's do it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Ever feel like life is passing you by? Do you want to have a purpose-filled business that lights you up? Do you keep procrastinating and putting your dreams on the back burner? When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt ready or qualified. After I had a session with a coach that totally shifted my perspective, everything changed for me. Hi, I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mama, mindset coach, and daughter of the king. And I'm here to tell you that your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of fear and perfectionism and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. On this podcast, you'll learn how to renew your mind, get clarity on your purpose, and make confident decisions so you can walk out your faith with focus and consistency to finally create the freedom you want in your life and business. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. So one of the days this week at the camp, the kids did a devotional, and, and it involved a trust fall. So you probably remember this from whenever you were a kid, or maybe you've done a team building exercise or something like that, where you've done a trust fall. But just in case you haven't, I will go ahead and tell you what it is. It's where you just, you stand there, you open up your arms to the side, and then you just fall back. You just free fall back. 
trusting that the person behind you is going to catch you. I was thinking about how perhaps this tends to get more difficult as we get older. Whenever I was a scrawny little kid, I remember doing the trust fall. And yeah, it was a little scary, but I felt pretty confident that the person behind me could catch me. And as we get bigger and as we get older and as you know, our bodies are just physically bigger, sometimes it can be hard to know if the person behind us can catch us. And although it wouldn't feel great to smack the ground as a kid, man, there are different consequences when you've made a few decades plus trips around the sun. Not to mention you're taller, so you have further to fall. I was just kind of thinking about how as we grow up, we become more self-sufficient and more self-reliant. And in some ways, maybe we don't have to trust and rely on as many people as we did whenever we were children. And so it's possible for us to also kind of get out of practice. But then there's the question of, well, is this person big enough? Is this person strong enough? And, and in some ways, our circle of trust can get smaller and smaller and smaller. And I was thinking about how that's what's so great about God is that he is big enough and strong enough and mighty enough to catch us always. But that doesn't mean that it's easy for us to allow ourselves to free fall. So I was thinking about the three ways that we fail the trust test. And the first way is to just not even do it at all, <laughs> right? Think about when it comes to the trust fall. You could just say, hey, I'm not doing that. I'm out. <laughs> and we do that sometimes, don't we? This is probably the most obvious one. But there are times that we look at things, we look at a situation where we're going to have to step out in faith. We're going to have to risk something. We're really going to have to put our trust maybe not only in God, but maybe also in other people. And we just think, nope, not going to do it. The next way that we fail the trust test is that we start to fall back. Then we put our foot back. Did you ever do that whenever you were a kid? Right when you get to that point where you just feel like you're going to hit the ground if somebody doesn't catch you, you put that foot back. Now, I don't know about you guys, but this is one that I have struggled with a lot especially whenever it comes to things in my business. And to me, what that looks like is, is taking the necessary steps, doing all of the things that need to be done for whatever result it is that I want. And then at the last minute, when it gets really uncomfortable, pulling the plug, not doing it, procrastinating, putting it off, just not taking that next step. It's like you have no problem taking step after step after step until it gets really risky, you know? until there's serious money on the line or until you have to put it out there in front of everyone to judge or until, you know what I mean, until it reaches that point and then you pull back or then you stop. I think we've all experienced that in some way. Maybe you can think of a time that you've done that where you have done the work, done the work, done the work, and then at the last minute when it got really serious and you actually had to step out in faith, you pulled back, you put that foot down. The third way that we fail the trust test is that we want to put a bunch of pillows and cushions and everything that we can find that will soften our landing behind us before we fall back into someone's arms. And so what that looks like, I hope that's a visual for you, but what that can look like is trying to solve for every possible problem, every possible scenario, basically trying to make sure that if you do hit the ground, won't hurt as bad, right? Won't do as much damage. 
And let me just stop here and say that, you know, we don't want to be foolish. I'm not suggesting that we take unnecessary risk. I'm not suggesting that we be riskier than we than we need to be. But if you'd find yourself solving for a multitude of problems that you don't have yet, that might be an indication that you're not trusting, right? Because instead you are trying to control everything, which by the way is exhausting. Are you really trusting that that person is going to catch you if before you do the trust fall, you have to put all the cushions down? It's pretty pretty obvious that you don't fully trust them. There are times in our lives and our businesses where God asks us to go places and do things that have a little bit of risk associated with them, that have an outcome that we are unsure of. And the thing about it is we want assurance that it's going to work out the way that we want it to. And to truly trust means to actually have a willingness to fall or fail. If you think about it in, the, in a, if you think about it in a trust fall, if you really commit to it, right, and you fall back and that person doesn't catch you, if you fully trusted them, your head's going to hit the ground and that's scary. And that's what we're all afraid of, right? That's what we don't want to happen. That's why we do all the things. That's why we either don't participate or we put our foot back at the last second or we try to put cushions everywhere so it doesn't hurt us so bad. But that's not fully trusting. So one thing that I love in Daniel chapter three is King Neb. He says he's going to throw them into the fiery furnace for not bowing down and worshiping or serving the golden image. And then he asks them, you know, what God is there who can rescue you out of my hands? And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answer the king. They say, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to answer you on this point. So I love that. Like, we don't even need to answer this question, but they do. They say, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will rescue us from your hand. O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. That passage demonstrates to me what true trust is. Because they're saying our God has the power to rescue us from your hand. He has the ability to catch us. He has the ability to make this all work out the way that we want it to work out. But even if he doesn't, we will be steadfast in our faith. And that's the hard thing about trust is because to truly have it, you have to be willing to have it not work out the way that you wanted it to. We all want guarantees in our life, our businesses, with our children, with our families, with our marriages. We all want guarantees. But if we had a guarantee, then we don't have to trust, right? So if you find yourself doing one of these three things where you're either really shying away and not even participating in anything where you have to step out in faith and trust. Or you're putting your foot back at the last minute. You're taking action right up until it gets scary, crucial, um, risky, and then you are backing out. Or if you are doing a third thing where you're basically, your brain is trying to solve all the problems that you don't have yet. You're trying to make sure that every little thing, every possible thing that could go wrong is solved for before you actually take that scary step, then here are three things to do. Number one, make sure that you are seeking God's will for your life, that you are spending time in his word, that you're praying about it, 
that you're walking with him and growing in spiritual maturity. Because if you are, it makes number two a lot easier. Well, frankly, it makes everything in life a lot easier, right? But yes, it makes number two a lot easier as well. The second thing is to lean into discomfort. We tend to take action, take action, take action right up until that point where it becomes really uncomfortable. And then we make that discomfort mean that we should turn back, that we should stop or we should turn back or we shouldn't do the thing. And so learning to lean into that discomfort because that is where all the growth is, that is where the next level is, that is where trust and faith begin. It's in that moment of discomfort. A big part of it is just recognizing that some discomfort is normal especially if God's calling you to do big things. And the third thing, if you have a tendency to try to solve all the possible problems that could come up before you even take a single step, I want to encourage you to just start taking one step at a time. And make sure that you're not wasting time solving problems that you don't have yet and may never have. Of course, we want to do our due diligence. Of course, we want to be responsible. But there comes a point where we're trying to solve all these problems that we don't even have yet. And it's taking our focus and stealing our focus from that big thing that we need to do that's right in front of us. So taking it one step at a time and not looking too far up the staircase, but, you know, just one or two steps ahead can help you get back into action. Just like whenever you do the trust fall where you put your arms out and fall back. It can be very scary at first, but after you do it and that person catches you, it makes it a whole lot easier to do it again because you know that person's going to catch you. You know it's going to be okay. In my own life, I have to admit that there are definitely times that things did not work out the way that I wanted them to. Just this week, I had a circumstance come up in my personal life where I started to get really fearful and then I started to want to control everything within that situation. But I stopped and I went back to the two sentences that can change your life. And I've done an episode on this before, so I won't go deep into it. I'll link it in the show notes. But the two sentences are, this is for me. And what does this make possible? And realizing that has helped me trust him more and more and more. Friend, I want you to know that if you struggle with trust, if you struggle with stepping out in faith, if you struggle with, you know, feeling overwhelmed by fear, I just want you to know that you're not alone. We all go through this from time to time. And it can be really helpful to talk it through with someone that can help you understand where that fear is coming from and what thoughts are creating that fear. If while listening to this episode, there's something that came up for you that you're like, you know, I would really like some extra help on that. I invite you to book an unstuck session with me. Just go to fruitionmindset.com forward slash unstuck. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll talk soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon. Mm -hmm.